0: I'm Josh Gordon.
1: And I'm Leslie Gordon.
0: We're brother and sister. But more importantly, we're unpopular people.
1: Yeah, we've got like five friends.
0: So what do we do as unpopular people? We sit around all day and absorb popular culture.
1: And we started a podcast to talk about it. This is Pop Culture with Unpopular People.
0: All right, it's the first episode. Can you believe that? We're finally doing it.
1: After months and months of talking about making a podcast. The right. evolution of your podcast changed from reviewing Christmas movies to re- reviewing movies to re- reviewing pop culture.
0: Well, it, it's kind of hard to review Christmas movies in January.
1: Yeah, that would not go over well with some people.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there who still watch Christmas movies in january i mean we used to do it sometimes we used to watch like elf or santa claus
1: yeah but not in january
0: oh there's definitely some times where we watched elf in january
1: did we Were oh, we hun- that we're that unpo- we're that uncool
0: that's right that's right no not uncool unpopular,
1: unpopular
0: because yes. this is pop culture with unpopular people
1: i thought it was popular culture with unpopular people are we still in debate debating
0: what did I say?
1: Pop culture. Well, same thing. It's just the, you did the...
0: Pop culture with unpopular people. No. Now we need a jingle.
1: We need a jingle?
0: Yeah. We should ask, we should ask our fans to send in a jingle.
1: Our, our whole, like, what, two fans, a.k.a. mom and dad?
0: I'm sure more than mom and dad will listen to this podcast. We're going to get so famous Sunday. We're going to have Beyonce on here.
1: Beyonce. We- Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> I'd like to get to the point where we can do like, um, we'll have sponsors or commercials. You know, I, we, we can be influencers. The real goal is to be like, get a hello, fresh sponsor. So we can get food sent to us.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Kiss grocery shopping out the door. Hello, Fresh. Right.
0: Well, lots of people are going to think that this podcast is sponsored because uh, tonight we're talking about the Disney Channel.
1: Everyone's favorite. Well, like millennials favorite. I don't know if people still follow the Disney Channel as much right now.
0: Well, it's funny because I actually did some research beforehand. I actually did prepare a little bit for this podcast, if you can believe it or not. Oh, I can. Okay. (laughs) Wow. That's rude. Did you know that 88 people, 88 people, no, just 88 people, 88 million people. Okay. Just. are subscribed to this channel in the United States.
1: A whole 88.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) it. It it really fell off a cliff there. Yeah. (laughs) It was so popular.
1: So popular. Okay, 88 million subscribers.
0: 88 million subscribers in the United States alone. The numbers for Canada, I haven't been able to find. It's because in Canada, Canada launched their own Disney Channel just after 2015, after the Family Channel lost their rights to Disney Channel programming. The Family Channel had the Disney Channel rights from 1988
1: to 2015. Oh, so that's why Family Channel's not a thing anymore. Okay. I didn't know that.
0: It's still a thing. It still exists. Yes, Family Channel still exists. There's just no Disney programming on it. So you can't see. You so know,
1: what's on the family channel?
0: I, I don't know what's on the family channel. They have a different access to programming. It's just not Disney stuff anymore.
1: Now I have to Google it.
0: Well, while you do that, I'll, I'll, I'll let the viewers know or the listeners know, since we're only going to do an audio podcast, that the Disney channel launched on April 18th, 1983 but it wasn't until 1995 that they launched their first original programming. And that's kind of where we're going to talk about a lot today is Disney Channel's original programming. Because that was the golden age of television for a lot of kids growing up, including us. Lots of great shows on there. Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven, Phil of the Futures, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place. Then you got your animated shows like Kim Possible, The Proud Family, Phineas and Ferb. And then, of course, they had their own big uh, movies as well. Disney Channel Original Movies, Cheetah Girls, High School Musical. We're all big. So where do you want to start?
1: So much to talk about. There should we di- should we dive into our top five list and kind of go from there?
0: I think I, can- I, I think that's a good idea because we, before the podcast, we decided that we were going to each decide what our top five Disney Channel shows were. So why don't we jump into that right now? Let's start from the bottom and build up the anticipation. Okay, okay. what's your number five Disney Channel show?
1: Five is a Wizards of Waverly Place.
0: That is a good pick. That's mm-hmm. a good pick. What was, your, what was your favorite thing about Wizards of Waverly Place?
1: Uh, it was pretty funny. Like I, It was really kind of original and all the cast was just well- well-connected and they just had a good 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 kind of vibe
0: selena gomez of course is yes the most famous kind of launched her career and i think as we go on in this podcast we're going to notice a little bit of a trend with that is that the disney channel really did launch a lot of people's careers mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about that a little bit later but my number five show is fill of the future
1: oh yes that was a pretty good one
0: Phil of the Future was my favorite show because I'm a big sci-fi person now. And Phil of the Future was all about time travel. And, of course, it had, um, what's her name? Allison.
1: Alison Al- Michelka.
0: Yeah, from Allie and AJ.
1: Allie and AJ.
0: So uh, she was great in that show. And then uh, the character, I think it was Pam, right? Pam, the, si- the little sister?
1: Pam. Pim?
0: Oh, Pim, Pim, Pim. Uh, Pam. I got Pam in my head from The Office. Pim Diffie? Pim Diffie, that's right. She was my favorite character.
1: She isn't doing much these days now.
0: That's because the actress? That's because she's not an actress anymore.
1: Oh, you did a lot of research.
0: She's studying to become a lawyer. Oh. How about that? Josh Gordon dropping the facts.
1: Mm-hmm. Impressive. Impressive.
0: All right, so let's go on to your number four show.
1: Number four is That's So Raven.
0: You can gaze into the future.
1: And and
0: what was your favorite thing about That's So Raven?
1: So I'm actually currently rewatching all of That's So Raven right now.
0: On Disney Plus?
1: On Disney Plus, yes. I try to watch like an episode a day. It's something, it's like something thrown in the background. I'm like, you know, eating breakfast, getting ready for work, stuff like that. But it was like pretty original. And you got to give them props for having going to get like sociology here. But they had an all like African American cast, right? Which was pretty original and something that you didn't really see on the Disney Channel. They had the obviously the Proud Family, but that was animated, but they didn't have anything that was live action.
0: Right. And so this was back in 2003, Mm -hmm. when That's a Raven first started. So it's, I don't want to say it's groundbreaking, because obviously Raven Simone came over from the Cosby show. Mm -hmm. And obviously, uh, the Cosby show has a little bit of a negative connotation nowadays. But back, but back in the day, it was a very popular show on television. Mm -hmm. And so this was kind of Disney channels way of building their own Cosby show, but for kids, right?
1: Yeah. And then they, like, covered, like, a whole bunch of different, like, relevant topics. Like, there's the episode of where Raven doesn't get a job because she's discriminated against. And there's the other episode where Raven is designed to dress for a modeling show. And then she's asked not to be the model because she didn't have, like, the ideal body type. So right. it, was like, it was, like, all these, like, important lessons rolled into, like, a really funny way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he, you see that a lot in Disney Channel shows that that they become gimmicky after a while. And I think yeah. that's problem with the problem with the Disney show or the Disney Channel in general is that over the course of time they got more gimmicky and more gimmicky and more gimmicky and stopped mm-hmm. focusing on the family aspect of the show. Yeah. And I think that's what really set uh, shows like that so raven apart is that they were really solely based on the family. Mm-hmm. Um obviously there is there is Raven uh and Corey was a huge part uh of the show as well. I eventually Chelsea. get eventually getting his own show, right? Mm-hmm. Corey in the house. And then there's Chelsea too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Poor Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we talk about Eddie? <laughs> I mean he's had he he he's had his
0: problems now, but like yes. in present day, but like back then, like he was a very important part of the dynamic of that TV show.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, and and did you know about the mom? What about the mom? So she left the show because her mom wasn't doing well, so she had to take uh, full-time care of her mother, and that's why she left. Right. But she used to bring her mother to the set every day just to be able to.
0: Did the mother have Alzheimer's? I think so. I think I, that does somewhat ring a bell. Don't quote me on that. It definitely was a, a good show that mm-hmm. had a strong family unit, and that was very important. And I haven't watched Ravens Home, but of course that's now on for the kid, the kids these days, and that's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's huge as well.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched that either. I'm always so hesitant to watch like the reboots of shows.
0: Are you saying that you weren't a fan of the live action Kim Possible?
1: No. I watched a whole maybe like 20 minutes of it and said, I couldn't do this anymore.
0: That's disappointing because it was spectacular. (laughs) I give it two thumbs up. I really do. I highly recommend it. It just brings back all the nostalgia wrapped into a a live action TV show. And you can't go wrong with that.
1: Well, it would really, maybe we should talk about Impossible later, but what really pissed me off about the movie was the communicator. Do, and the light do, do. Yes, it should be like a communicator. I don't know what she had, like a watch. No,
0: it was like it was like a necklace or something like that. Yeah, or it, yeah, yeah. It spewed out, it's spewed out. Boom, there was Wade.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that. Just give her like the communicator. Let's All right. see how- oh. So,
0: do you want to hear my number four TV show? I do. So, my number four TV show is The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Cole and Dylan Sprouse ashley tisdale brenda song like a pretty all-star lineup if you think about talent nowadays brenda song's gone on and has started some big movies like the social network Mm -hmm. ashley tisdale went on to do a number of things and she's currently on the mask dancer
1: and expecting her first child
0: i did not know that (laughs) but congratulations to ashley tisdale
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) leslie dropping the facts
0: (laughs) again this was a show that bordered line on being gimmicky at at sometimes it Mm -hmm. was kids living in a hotel after all but it was based on a a strong family unit Mm -hmm. and uh between zach and cody and then their mom of course but then mr mosby
1: mr mosby yes and esteban
0: and Esteban, and then of course uh, Ashley Tisdale and and uh, Arwin, Arwin, and then uh, London Tipton. So again, a real strong family unit. You could tell that everybody meant each something to each other, and I think that's kind of kind of what was lost a little bit when they went on to do the Sweet Life on Deck. Is that it? Would it kind of lost the lack of family? Obviously, the mom wasn't there anymore, and kind of mm-hmm. became more reckless
1: yeah was this the first disney show that had a separated family i'm trying to think because it was a single mom it was
0: yep but i'm not i'm not quite sure on that the the disney channel had lots of shows like that early on so family wise anyway Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all right so what's your number three show
1: Number three is Hannah Montana.
0: I knew Hannah Montana was going to be in your top five. It actually just does not quite eke into my top five, just because, uh, again, it's quite gimmicky. But um, why did you you like Hannah Montana?
1: I, like, love the pop star aspect. I loved the music. Probably watching it back, it would seem pretty gimmicky, but, like, I don't know. You just wanted to be Hannah Montana. You thought she was like the coolest person.
0: You had the wig.
1: I didn't have the wig. Did you really? I didn't.
0: Oh, you didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said, I, I thought you said you did.
1: No, I didn't. I had, all the, I had all the CDs.
0: Right. I do remember like C- that. CDs.
1: CDs. Not- CDs yeah. <laughs> all the CDs. And I know every word. I was kids, really- kids, are,
0: kids are Googling what CDs are right now. That's how old we've
1: become. Yes. I was really sad that I never went to like the best of both worlds concert tour. I recently actually did rewatch that on Disney plus recently. The concert tour or the The concert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The one where um, the Jonas brothers opened up for her. Right. Exactly. And she was like, one act would be Hannah Montana. The other act would be Miley. And you look back and they were so young. When that started.
0: Oh, 100%. But again, it probably launched their careers.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Much the way that Wizards of Waverly Place launched Selena Gomez's. And that's my number three show was Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Kind of had the Harry Potter aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved the sub shop. Loved that they they were had their lair in the back and the fridge. The relationship between um, Selena Gomez's character uh, Alex and, uh, Justin Russo was, was on point. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was really good. And of course, um, Jennifer Stone with her performance there as, Mm -hmm. as, uh, as Selena Gomez's best friend was also incredible.
1: We can't remember her name.
0: Yeah. I'm blanking (laughs) on her name right now. I really Harper, uh, Harper. Harper, There we go. I apologize to to, uh, Harper's fans out there. But yeah, it was it was it was a great show. And uh I I was a big Harry Potter fan when I was younger, so to have an, another show that somewhat complemented it was really nice at the time.
1: Did you watch all the episodes of Wizards of Waverly Place?
0: I have not seen the ending of Wizards
1: of Waverly Place. <laughs> but it's your third favorite show.
0: That's right. That's right. The ending
1: could ruin it all. The ending could move it to like Six, seven.
0: <laughs> uh, it is it is a possibility. But at the same time, I've seen the movies. The movies, like the standard. Both of di- them? Yeah, both of them.
1: I uh, own the one. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever saw the second movie.
0: Well, you should get on that. Disney Plus. This episode sponsored by Disney Plus.
1: Disney Plus, hook us up. Get we your- want our subscription for free. Get
0: your subscription for eighty nine ninety nine a month. At least that's the price in Canada. And Not a month, per year. Per year. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Disney Plus is all over me right now. They're like, we're not, we're never going to sponsor these guys.
1: Yeah, he said 88 people subscribe to us in the US and then it's only $89 a month.
0: <laughs> hey, Disney, I think I found your problem. I think I figured out why you only have 88 subscribers. It's because you charged $89 a month. <laughs> all right, Leslie. What is your number two Disney Channel show?
1: What's a sitch?
0: Kim Possible. KP. That's so funny. Because again, Kim Possible did not break into my top five. What? Tell me why you love Kim Possible.
1: Oh my gosh. She was like a badass for like little tweens. She was so cool. She's like the cheerleader, the saving the world. And she was like, Again, gonna go all sociology. Like such a strong female character, <laughs> and like her best her best friend was the dude. That's who right. Was kind of like a a weirdo, and a klutz.
0: So it, 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 it was it was reversed roles.
1: Yes, but yeah. they had such a good dynamic, and like you kind of like see that they will eventually start dating. Again, I have recently again rewatched all of Kim Possible, and. It was probably like the first time I watched because I remember the f- the final season, kind of it came out when we were like getting a little bit older, so we weren't watching the Family Channel or Disney Channel as regularly. So right. I don't, exactly. I, I never saw all those, but like the ending was pretty satisfying too.
0: They ended up doing split episodes too near the end, did they not? Where they were shorter.
1: A, a couple of them. <laughs>
0: What is that?
1: That freaky thing. Um, Make a mole rat.
0: Yeah, no, Kim Possible Kim Possible is a very good show. I left it out of my top five simply because I only put in uh, live action shows mm. in my top five. I
1: thought about that when I was putting it in. Oh, fun fact, for Halloween, I was in first year of university. I was Kim Possible.
0: I do remember. <laughs> I do remember. Kim Possible and... You used to have the communicator.
1: Yeah, that was part of my costume too.
0: Yeah, so Kim Possible was was definitely a very very good show. Doctor Drakken, she go were always good villains. Senior, senior, senior.
1: Senior, senior, junior. Duff Killigan.
0: Right, there's a lot of good villains in that Mm -hmm. show. So
1: Monkey Fist.
0: And and like I said, if you like the animated version of Kim Possible, go watch the live action version of Kim Possible. It will
1: just go watch Kim Possible. So the drama, if if, you want to watch a Kim Possible movie, if you love
0: nostalgia, please do yourself a favor and go watch the Kim Possible live action movie. I give it a 10 out of 10. All right, Leslie, do you want to hear my number two show?
1: Yes. I want to take a guess, but I don't want to take a guess. Maybe I'll guess on your number one.
0: I think our number one is going to be the same, to be honest with you.
1: I think so too.
0: I think it's the number one is so obvious because it's, this show that launched all, all of the Disney. Channel okay. Yes. Brand. So we
1: have the, we have the number one. So I kind of want to guess what your number two is. Then. All right.
0: So guess my number two.
1: You haven't said that. So Raven yet.
0: I have not said that. So Raven yet. And that is because that's so Raven is my number two show. Yes. I don't want to go into that much detail about that. So Raven, because we've already talked about it quite extensively, but yeah, that's so Raven was, was a, a really good show. And like, for all the reasons we, we talked about earlier, that's why it's in my number two spot. Mm-hmm. All right. So um,
1: the obvious we, number do, one,
0: do we need the drum roll?
1: Because we know it's both the same thing. <laughs> all
0: right. Do you want to say it on the count of three? Okay. One, two, three. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie
1: McGuire. Yes.
0: We didn't time that out that well. There was a <laughs> nope. bit of a delay.
1: <laughs> Probably on my end. Slow reaction time.
0: This is because we're doing this over Zoom because, you know, it's a pandemic. All right. So why was Lizzie McGuire your favorite show?
1: Oh, it's because she was just the average, like, next door girl. She had, like, the nice friend group and she just came across as, like, the nicest girl. And she got into, like, realistic situations. And, you know, you see her, like, have her first boyfriend, have her first kiss. And the bra episode.
0: What about that episode?
1: I want a bra. And it was like, hallelujah.
0: It's Iconic. It, it, it's, it's very funny that the Disney Channel let that show air. And now they have problems with a grown up Lizzie McGuire.
1: Oh, that really bothers me. Don't get me started on that. Because one thing, okay, you have gotten me started on that. So I don't get, we can have on Disney, we can have Star Wars, full of violence. We can Correct. have the Avengers, full of violence. All Correct. those m- Marvel, like, and then we want to have Lizzie McGuire probably go out for a beverage at a bar with a guy, maybe wakes up to him the next morning, but you don't really see anything in between. You right. just see her crawling out of his bed, walking home with like high heels in her hands.
0: God forbid there's a bit of sexuality in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but you can have like all this like gory violence,
0: That's but right. you can't
1: have a woman taking a sip of alcohol and having a little bit of fun.
0: And it, it's just, it, it is unfortunate because it is one of the things that they marketed so well uh, for mm-hmm. the launch of Disney plus. And of course it's not going to happen now.
1: And everyone uh, agreed to it. Besides, right. I don't know if Miranda did.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: But like Gordo, who hasn't done any acting basically since Liz McGuire, he was like, all for it
0: right exactly and they they did start filming some of it before before disney pulled the plug on it Mm -hmm. um so i don't know it i don't know how things like that work i don't know whether or not it can be picked up by another network or who has rights to the characters or how who has rights to the show blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. i don't know how any of that works but uh it, it really is unfortunate because lizzie mcguire was such an iconic show yeah, it, like you said, it was just everyday scenarios. Like you f- could see yourself going t- to school with that girl because mm-hmm. I went to school with seven of those girls, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like
1: everyone wanted to be like her. That was the thing. Everyone wanted to be like Hillary Duff, right? Or ex- McGuire.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly right. And the situation she got into, the way she was uh, bullied by Kate, or, you know, the way uh, there was always Ethan Kraft. It was just, it mm. was super relatable, right?
1: Now, not and, technically a Disney Channel movie, but the Lizzie McGuire movie, Disney,
0: right. yep. but not
1: Disney Channel. Yeah. You watch that and you just kind of want more.
0: <laughs> well, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things where, like as unpopular people, we tend to rely on nostalgia, <laughs> right
1: yes we can't move on
0: that's right we're stuck in the past so it's just one of those things where it's really 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 unfortunate that those shows you know only live with whatever there's 65 episodes the run that mm-hmm. they got they they never really got full life they don't get you know an office 201 episodes or friends however many episodes friends ended up having over 10 seasons right mm-hmm. like it's it's literally because you're working with kids but also because you know the shelf life of the shows just in general it's like it's like you're lucky if you get three or four good years out of them but disney had an unbelievable string of luck with uh the superstars that they were able to cast in that shows Uh, so like lizzie mcguire had hillary duff Uh, Miley Cyrus was on Hannah Montana, uh, Mm -hmm. Selena Gomez on Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, Later on, uh, they brought in Demi Lovato, uh, the Jonas Brothers, right? Mm -hmm. All this great talent, which launched into a number of careers. Why do you think they were so successful in doing that?
1: Because I think it was, it wasn't too gimmicky at the start. It started with Lizzie McGuire having like these real life situations and then like, they kept on adding something else to, like, the gimmick. So, like, it was that. So Raven. She dealt with real-life problems, but she was psychic. And Hannah Montana, again, dealing with real-life, you know, everyday girl stuff, but she's a pop star in disguise. But then it, it kind of got too gimmicky. It, they got carried away with it.
0: Right. And I think you, you slowly start to see that, uh, especially with the Demi Lovato show. Uh, uh, yeah sunny, sunny, sunny with a sh- chance
1: sunny with a chance
0: yeah it became it became slowly more gimmicky more gimmicky and then you get into shows like um, sweet life on deck and then jesse and it just became mm-hmm. progressively more and more gimmicky more and more outlandish like
1: like i i'm just looking at some of the, the series like they still had stars that came out of them but they just i don't think they had the same popularity like the, you have uh, Shake It Up mm-hmm. that had Bella Thorne and Zendaya. So they obviously, they went on to do, you know, Zendaya stars in Euphoria. Was in uh, She's in the Spider-Man movies. Bella Thorne has done some things. And didn't she date like Scott Disick for a while?
0: I have no idea who that is.
1: Scott Disick?
0: Yes. Who's that?
1: It's. Courtney Kardashian's ex-husband. Gotcha. We can't do a-
0: Kardashians. I I I know Kardashians.
1: We we can't do a podcast on popular culture if you don't know who the Kardashians have dated. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, it's hard to keep track of all the people the Kardashians have dated.
1: <laughs> True. Fair enough. So like, but ever since then, not much has come out.
0: Should we talk about? The Disney Channel's first ever superstar? Some of them who we haven't talked about yet.
1: First ever super, oh, Shia LaBeouf.
0: Shia LaBeouf.
1: Shia LaBeouf. Even
0: Stevens aired yeah. before Lizzie McGuire did.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was not on our top five list.
0: Neither of them were on our top five lists. Nope. Now that, that being said, I don't think we ever really watched Even Stevens that religiously
1: no we we definitely watched it but we i probably can't like recite all the episodes we watched the even stevens movie
0: several times
1: a and lot
0: that became a disney channel trope after a while of the family vacation movie
1: oh yes the family vacation
0: lizzie mcguire had a vacation in it uh wizards the proud of, Vi- fi- wizards of proud family
1: had a vacation
0: proud family like it just, it, uh, I think, I think there's even a Sweet Life of Zach and Cody movie where they go on vacation too, I believe.
1: Probably.
0: So it's just one of those things that became, you know, your standard go-to.
1: I don't think that Life with Derek, is Life with Derek technically Disney or is that family?
0: It's technically a family channel show because it was ma- made in film in Canada, yeah. but it did air on the Disney channel. So yeah. I, d- I do want to talk about that because we are a Canadian podcast anyway. So <laughs> what, what do you remember most about life with Derek?
1: i remembered a lot of life with Derek. You were like, I <laughs> like the premise around it, but I, I can't put my name on like the, all the character. Uh, probably. This no, is life with
0: Lizzie, Edward George, Nora, where, Marty and Casey.
1: Yes. The theme song. I should have just said the theme song of what I remember the most.
0: Right, and there was there was a lot of prominent people on, on that show as well. Ashley Leggett, who played Casey, the, I think the, the the biggest the biggest name to come out of that show is probably R- Robbie Amel. and the, mm. Amel, Amel, is that how you say it? Who ended? Who I ended don't know, on... but
1: I forgot he was in that.
0: Yep, he 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 was in it for a long time. Yes. Um.
1: The boyfriend.
0: Correct. Yep. Yeah. Did did you know that? On May 12th, 2020, they announced a spinoff. What? It's called Life with Luca. It's currently in development.
1: Who's Luca?
0: I don't know. Maybe a daughter?
1: A son? Luca, oh, it, is it Luca? Luca's a boy's name?
0: <laughs> it, Luca's a boy's name. Now that, it, now, that, now, now, <laughs> now that I think about it, yes, it's probably a, a a boy's name. Yeah, Life with Luca.
1: Hey, that show also had Lily Todd. From Radio Free Roscoe.
0: Right, which was another uh, family Family. channel show, which was very, very good.
1: I'm question mark, and I'm wondering.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's absolutely
1: right. All the nostalgia is coming back to people. I just triggered a lot of people.
0: All three that are still listening.
1: All all three that have made it this far.
0: If you've made it this far, congratulations. Like, honestly, congratulations.
1: (laughs) Thanks, mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> mom, mom and dad turned this off 20 minutes ago they're like ah, okay we're out
1: yeah once they started once i mentioned lizzie mcguire drinking alcohol and waking up to some random dude she picked up at a bar they were out <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so let's let's go on and talk very very briefly about the disney channel original movies Ooh, i don't know i did a lot,
1: i made a list of i movies. don't know a
0: lot about them there was the cheetah girls which was very female-oriented, and yes. there was high school musical, which involved singing, and I was totally out. Now, they are pretty decent if you go back and watch them. But back when I was uh, the age when you were supposed to be watching these, I was out. I did not want to watch them.
1: No, but they're so good. They're, I Okay. The 2000s era of Disney Channel movies, so much better than the 2010s. So much better.
0: Why don't you go and give us a rundown of uh, what your favorites were?
1: So I put in High School Musical, obviously, even Steven's movie Cheetah Girls, Camp Rock one. <laughs> uh, Not Camp Rock two. Camp Rock two was mm, it was all right. Kind of lost its spark. Um, gotcha. Jump jump in the double dutch, you know, Red Hot Chili Steppers. Did that one have
0: Corbin Blue in it?
1: It did. And Kiki Palmer.
0: I'll pretend like I know who that is.
1: Aquila and the Bee?
0: Gotcha. Yep. I okay, know. Yep, yep. yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh,
1: Xenon. Do you remember Xenon? Negative. Oh, Pixel Perfect.
0: Pixel Perfect. Yep.
1: True, uh, True Confessions. Yep. And Cadet Kelly.
0: Yeah, of course. I remember Cadet Kelly.
1: Yeah. Cadet Kelly was amazing had the Queen, Hilary Duff in it. So those, but you notice Camp Rock, how much they hated those movies.
0: How much the Jonas Brothers hated those movies?
1: Yeah, they hated the second one. Also, oh, their series. I totally forgot to talk about their series on Disney what, Channel.
0: What about their the Jonas Brothers series?
1: It was bad. <laughs> Coming from someone that loves the Jonas Brothers, it was not good. And they even said, they should not have done the second season of Jonas. And that's something that kind of like led to their downfall and all their fighting because they realized they weren't putting out good content.
0: And that includes Camp Rock too.
1: That includes Camp Rock too.
0: So do you think that the Disney channel uh, detracted from their popularity in the end?
1: So the Disney channel puts very, I don't know how to phrase this.
0: Disney is concerned with their own brand.
1: Yes, that's a good way of putting it. And the the Jonas
0: Brothers were their own brand.
1: Yes, and they wanted to grow up. But obviously Disney Channel didn't want to be able to, again, like Lizzie McGuire reboot, they don't want to get to to an audience that's too much older, too much more mature.
0: And I think if you were to ask Selena Gomez or Miley Cyrus that they probably say the same thing.
1: Oh yeah. But like it kind of led to some erratic behavior for some people.
0: From lots of people.
1: Yeah. And it makes you think about what kind of strict policies are actually in place that these people feel like they need to, basically explode once they break free from that
0: well it can't be easy living in that you know stardom that's true
1: especially at a young age
0: right exactly like nobody's prepared for that now like you see people in their 30s and 40s struggle with it Mm -hmm. so imagine all that pressure being a kid you know you're not even in school at that time and you don't have uh you know your 25 30 friends around that you would normally have in school. Instead, you've got the three people that your classmates with or your, your castmates with, and uh, they're your classmates on the days when you're not filming.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's such a common thing.
0: In Disney. Disney.
1: In Disney. Absolutely. like You have Miley. You have Demi. Orlando Brown. That's Raven. You have eventually Shia LaBeouf Bella Thorne has done some some things later on so it's it's like you go from one extreme to the another and it's I think probably because Disney doesn't give the opportunity for the actors and actresses to kind of grow into their own person cuz they're molded into their own person.
0: And there's there's never really that next level or that next step. It's not like you 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 graduate and then you go on to the next course or whatever or the next program. It's it's literally like if you're a Disney channel actor or actress, you like you're stuck in that mold. Yeah. And it's just it's one of those things like you said where it's it's really hard to grow up in and like I wouldn't want to be in that situation with all that pressure and no. um, like there's lots of people who struggled with it and there are lots of there there's lots of success stories too and the success stories of course are the ones that you don't hear about um, because mm-hmm. that's just the world we live in with social media and paparazzi and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's, it's just you don't really see the people who have gone on to live successful lives after the Disney Channel people who have gone on to you know, star in other things, or people who have gone on to do their own thing, like mm-hmm. I talked about either or earlier with uh, Pim yeah, from Phil of the Future.
1: That's true, and Kate from Lizzie McGuire.
0: Which what is, is she doing? Probably now? a good thing for the actors and actresses as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's important for you to establish who you are as a person.
1: Yes, Kate. From Lizzie McGuire went on to have a career in law.
0: There you go. Right. So there's lots, there's lots of people who you just who go on and succeed in life in other aspects and you just don't hear about them.
1: Mm-hmm. If there is a reboot besides Lizzie McGuire, because we've always talked about that, if there's a reboot that you would want to see on Disney Channel, what would it be?
0: That's a tough one because I feel like a lot of the series either ran their course like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or had some somewhat of a suitable ending like Hannah Montana or Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, Something where you can't really go back and revisit it. Obviously that's so Raven's kind of been rebooted now uh, with Raven's home. And then they had Corey in the house as well. And like we talked about too, Life with Derek's getting its own reboot So like in Kim Possible has the live action movie. Like there's a lot of things that they've gone back and revisited. So I really don't think there's anything in particular that needs to be rebooted. I think that the problem with Disney Channel is it is that they haven't been able to come up with a really, truly good original idea in a long, long time. And yes, that's, (laughs) that's just Hollywood in general these days is that it's like we come up with one good idea and then we just you know, keep going back to it over and over and over and over again. I mean, just look at Spider-Man, for instance, how many times Spider-Man's been been rebooted and how Spider-Man now is going to come back with all three Spider-Man in it. So it's just, it's one of those things where you just go back to what works and works and works and works and you don't end up ever creating anything new and anything original. And I really think that that's something that Hollywood is going to have to figure out in the long run is... How are we going to be able to create
1: new content?
0: New content because eventually somebody's going to get tired with the seventh reboot of Iron Man.
1: Yeah, we're in the age of like the reboot. If you think about it,
0: one hundred percent, one hundred
1: percent. Because you know, you have Ravens Home. Even you know, off Disney Channel, you have like the Goldbergs and Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Talk about friends reunion and so we 101 reunion it's because probably because people are just nostalgic and i think there's kind of a i don't know because the way i see it is that people get nostalgic and they don't like what's currently going on in the world <laughs> they'd rather go back to simpler times so i think with all the stuff that especially this year was going on with like 2020 covid isolation um everything like that people just want to go back to stuff that they liked and enjoyed when they were younger
0: i think that's fair especially in the online world of streaming um mm-hmm. but i mean if you look at the the highest grossing movies of all time right now you see uh, avengers endgame is number one but and then you, then you have avatar and titanic which are
1: james cameron
0: james cameron but they're original movies
1: yeah
0: but then you got star wars then you got another avengers movie then you have jurassic world like it's all all of these are are reboots of movies we've seen before mm-hmm. um or characters that we've seen before right so it's it's nothing that's too too original so you have like avatar and titanic and then you got lion king is the is the next one that comes up that's that's not either a, a, a sequel or a reboot to something
1: the lion king not the live action one
0: no 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 the original okay. is disney one
1: okay I didn't know that one was up there.
0: It uh, it is the seventh highest-grossing film of all time.
1: I did not know that. So, what's one Disney show that you have thought about going back and rewatching? Because I I've been, as you know, been in the habit of rewatching Disney Channel shows. But what's one that you have watched, wanting to watch over?
0: The one that I started to rewatch as soon as I got Disney Plus was *Lizzie McGuire*, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also watched a little bit of That So Raven and even a little bit of um Um Wizards of Waverly Place, all of which were good shows, but at the same time it was like I had a hard time getting back into them. Mm. Um i'm sure if i if i went back and really gave it gave it a shot i would be able to get back into them like there, that was that was the issue is like it was overwhelming in content when disney plus first came out mm-hmm. and it's like here's everything that you ever wanted and it, it's all available now and it's kind of like it was hard to get focused on one thing so mm-hmm. if i went back now and i said you know, i'm going to start watching uh wizards of waverly place again i bet you i could watch it straight through yeah, um, but I just haven't gotten to that point yet um, mainly because I'm watching other shows
1: Disney picked up on wow if we incorporate music into some of our movies they're gonna take off
0: and I think I think a lot of that was had to do with the fact that Hillary Duff launched a singing career Hannah Montana was really popular who else uh, Selena Gomez went into music afterwards right I, I think I think they n- realized that it wasn't just the acting brand that they were establishing it was it was the singing it was the dancing mm-hmm. it was everything they could incorporate into it this one big package
1: pretty much and like all that they mastered the high school musical movies if you look back on it they're all the same <laughs> the settings just slightly different but like the idea and i have the bit, all the same
0: one thing that I will say about the high school mu- musical movies in particular is that the songwriting in them is very, very good, <laughs> especially in the first two. Like, they are so catchy.
1: <laughs> they are. Get your get head in the game.
0: You got to get your head in the game.
1: Woo. Elementary school teachers are still using We're All in This Together for kids that have were not even born when these movies came out.
0: It's kind of crazy, right?
1: Okay, so actually, I think it's this week, High School Musical, the first movie, turns 15 years old.
0: Isn't that crazy? The movie's almost old enough to drink.
1: Oh, oh! don't tell me. Oh, it can almost drive.
0: It can almost drive, that's true.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
0: Does that make you feel old?
1: Yeah, and I'm not even that old, but that makes me feel old.
0: Do you want to say how old you are?
1: No, mid 20s.
0: Pass, Pass, eh? Mid 20s.
1: Mid 20s.
0: Mid 20s. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. All right. It's true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Who
1: said that is like, she's lying.
0: Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. All right. So, is there anything else that you want to say about the Disney Channel before we wrap this thing all up?
1: We didn't talk a lot about Disney Channel animated series.
0: All right. What do, what do you want to talk about the animated series?
1: There's so many good ones. Well, obviously you had Camp Possible, but you had the iconic Recess. That's right. Everyone loved Recess. And The Weekenders.
0: The Weekenders was the best show Disney has ever created, hands down. I know it wasn't in my top five, but I'm adding it to my top five. If it can be in the top five, it will be my number one show.
1: It is the most underrated, probably, Disney Channel show.
0: Put it on Disney+. Plus.
1: Yeah, I know we've been waiting it for a year. Actually, Josh threatened to cancel our Disney Plus subscription because they had not put the Weekenders on yet.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. There like is of, no point in watching Disney Plus if you cannot watch the Weekenders.
1: Well, there is. We just talked about. We spent a whole like I don't know how long we've been talking. Disney Plus. Podcast.
0: If, if Disney Plus wants my wants my business, they can sponsor this episode.
1: And put The Weekenders on.
0: That's right. That's my only request, Disney.
1: The Weekenders and sponsorship. We didn't really watch Phineas and Ferb.
0: We did not watch Phineas and Ferb, no. But
1: I heard that was pretty good.
0: Phineas and Ferb has such a cult following. It does. And it is still big now. They just released a new movie on Disney+, Plus, I believe. What? I believe, this is, I believe this is true. We need to search this up right now, but I'm pretty confident that Phineas and Ferb just came out with a new movie on Disney+. I am almost 100% certain.
1: Yes, Phineas and Ferb, the movie Candace Against the Universe.
0: See, I told you. Yes. Yeah. So they're uh, re- really, really doing a great job there with Phineas and Ferb still. I, again, I don't know enough to talk about it but they did four seasons 133 episodes like uh, again just like a really good show that has a great following and really good just,
1: show that we didn't watch
0: that's right i'm trying to say as much good things about it as i can with
1: ashley tisdale
0: out selling knowledge with it without sounding too unknowledgeable about the situation yes ashley tisdale was in it the star of sweet life of zach and cody
1: and Sharpay,
0: I forgot about Sharpay. She does star oh. Sharpay in High School Musical.
1: You can't forget about Sharpay.
0: Sharpay's version of uh, "You Are the Music in Me" is the best version of that song.
1: Yes, we used na, to sing na, that. Na na na, na 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 na. Is that your favorite High School Musical song? Incorrect. My favorite
0: high school musical song is Breaking Free, Troy and Gabriella.
1: What a basic bitch.
0: Wow, you just gave this podcast the E.
1: The E, the explicit? That's right. I thought I gave it at least a PG-13 when I started talking about Lisa McGuire.
0: Nope, now now it's got the E. Mm. Uh-oh. All right, so what do you think the future is of Disney Channel and Disney Plus? I'll tell you this. Disney Dis- Plus
1: is going to be fine.
0: The Disney Channel ceased operations in the UK this year.
1: Okay. Like, I can see it going that route. I can see that it's kind of going to die off.
0: I think, I think we're kind of seeing that across the spectrum, that more and more people are shifting to the online streaming, as opposed to sitting down and watching TV and the yeah, on-demand like, streaming.
1: Disney Plus will come out with original series, because they already yes. do that. Correct. So I don't think anything on the Disney channel will be new.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of unfortunate that, you know, kids these days don't have the quote unquote Saturday morning cartoons or, you know, you come home and you put on, you know, for us, it would have been Arthur, the magic school Mm -hmm. bus or the Disney channel as you, as you got older and older and older. And I just don't think kids do that anymore.
1: No. Like I, one of my co-workers' daughters didn't know what a commercial was, so they're watching live TV and they're like, "What is this? Can we fast forward this?"
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's just not how how the world works anymore, right? No. Like, like let's like not sound too exaggerated here. Like Disney's going to be fine.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, they're going to yeah. be more than fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just that I think that they're going to be changing the way that they view content in particular content made for teenagers.
1: I think the perfect example is when Disney plus launched, they had high school musical, the musical series, right? Technically not Disney channel, right? But they had basically the same idea and premises of that. What would be on the Disney channel, obviously, because it rooted from there.
0: Right. Basically just, yeah, exactly what you said, just building off of what they have before. I hope that eventually the Disney channel slash Disney plus returns to programming. That's more family centric. Some things that don't rely as much on gimmicks, you know, Mm -hmm. bad behavior, you know, and preaching strong, strong values again, but we'll see. That's just one of those things that's up in the air. And I understand what sells in this business. Like it's, it's trying to keep people's attention for as long as possible. And how do you do that? You do you do it by doing the most extreme things.
1: hmm Oh, yeah.
0: So, Leslie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where can we find you online?
1: Stay tuned for social media handles for popular culture with unpopular people.
0: Okay, is it pop culture with unpopular people or popular culture with unpopular people?
1: I thought it was popular culture with unpopular people.
0: We'll decide on the name for next week's episode.
1: Yeah, maybe it's too much of a mouthful.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.